welcome to episode four, part two of The Language of Songs with John Van Eck. And part two is really part two of an interview that I did with the wonderful songwriter Amy Goddard. And in part one, we discussed songs from the Secret Garden album of Amy's and went into quite a lot of the songs there, but particularly a song which is a Remembering Abba fan, which is about a Welsh mining disaster that happened in the little village, little town in Wales in the 1960s, and which had a massive impact on the entire community. And Amy wrote an award-winning song, um, which we discuss in some depth in episode four, part one. So in episode four, part two, I'm going to be looking at other songs of Amy's. Um, I just wanted to say something because we did talk about a song and played a bit of a song on Secret Garden called The Highwayman, which is essentially a poem by the English poet Alfred Noyes, which Amy has put uh, those words to music. And there's some wonderful, powerful, evocative images. And uh, Amy's put that to, and it's not the only person who's done this. There have been other songwriters who found that poem very powerful, found those words very powerful and written songs or even done recitals of the same poem and there's one line from it called the moon a ghostly galleon which is of course very visual very powerful and it just so happens that I went down to a, a gallery an art gallery quite near where I live and one of the first things I saw was a, a small oil painting or acrylic painting which said what well, was titled the moon a ghostly galleon which goes to prove the power of language in songs and in poetry and in film. It gets through to everything. And that's one of the things we discussed, that aspect in um, episode four, part one. In episode four, part two, we're going to be looking in some depth at um, Amy's song called Gladdy, which is about her great-grandmother and about a love affair that her great-grandmother had with her first boyfriend who went out to fight in the First World War and very tragically was killed. Uh, a very common story amongst English families if we go back into our histories. And uh, Amy's done a wonderful video with that song, including some sort of images of the letters that the couple wrote to each other. It's a, it's a powerful song. It's a very powerful story. Um, and we'll be discussing that and playing that here in episode four part two. And actually there's one song I'm going to play, I won't play it now, but I'll put it together on the podcast, yeah. um, because I always ask permission before playing people's songs. Oh yes, you're but, very welcome. Because it's not like a radio station where I'm, I've got a broadcasting licence. No, I understand, yes. No, that, so it's courteous at least to ask permission. Yeah. And um, that's Gladys. Oh right, yeah. Or Gladys. Yeah. And I'd love to know a bit more about that. Okay, um, well that was after the um, centenary of the First World War in 2014, I'd been hearing a lot of war songs and um, af af after that, and it made me look at my own family history in a bit more detail. Yeah. And we actually had some letters that were sent to my great-grandmother from her first boyfriend. Oh, and gosh. we sent them from the trenches. Yes. And, and my mum still has them. So I reread those letters, and really the song was sort of inspired by that. And the thing that struck me the most with it was the fact that he told her absolutely nothing. Right. He told her nothing about, because yeah. I mean, partly it would have been the censor, but also the culture of protecting the women at yeah. home from the realities of the trenches. Yes. And, um, and of course that continued, didn't it? People came back from the war, and people who came back would very often not talk about it. Yes, that's very true, yeah. So I sort of wove that into the story, the idea that um, she was saying to him, why don't you tell me what you're all doing out there? Right. 
why why don't you tell me what you're doing and why don't you um yeah and it can't be it can't be any worse than i can dream of which of course i'm sure yes. it was um yeah. and then and it and it starts off with the idea of um of how they got together and so it was all yes you know sort of it starts off like a normal love song i suppose about how they met and how how they met it's in very, cardiff it's, and yes it's very precisely located it starts off cardiff in autumn was dreary storm clouds were gathering dark but cocoons under just one umbrella we walked arm in arm round the park and then it goes on the story unfolds it's yes uh, yeah, it's a real storytelling song it, isn't it, it is a real storytelling song yes and um Yes, and of course, you know, I don't know sort of all the precise details, but the idea was that, of what actually happened, but the idea was that he was, he would just keep on saying, I can't wait to see you, I can't wait to see you. And so then in the final verse, he's sort of, I imagine um, yes. that he sees her as he dies, sort of yes. in a vision, that sort of, that sort of idea, or in his imagination, I mean. Um, and yes, it's been, it's been quite, it's been quite well received, which is, which is nice. And it's, What's made it more poignant for me was the fact that I remember her, you see, because she lived with us when I was a child. So she lived Gosh, with us until I yeah. was five years old. So I yes. remember her really well. Um, yeah. and obviously, she she married somebody else after this this boy didn't come back and she married somebody else and, and my grandmother was born and everything. But um, the fact that she lived until she was 93 and she never threw away those letters. Oh, yes, yeah. You know what I mean? It really made me think, oh, that was... Do you know, it's very interesting. deserved to be in a story. Yes. Well, every English family will have a story like that, exactly. either from the First World War or the Second World War. Yes, absolutely. I mean, I mean, I recently discovered, my sister did some family tree research and discovered that my mum's dad had a brother who was killed in the First World War. Mm -hmm. He was in the Middlesex Regiment. Right. And my mum's sister, who's 98, uh, she's knew quite a bit more about it and gave mm -hmm. even more detail. Yeah. And I was really moved by that. I thought, gosh, you know, the, and it was coming up to Remembrance Sunday. Mm. I was very bugged by it. And um, I got up very early that morning and wrote a poem about it. Yes. Um, so I think uh, every English family has got a story like that. Exactly. And, and I, think that's, I think that's probably the appeal of the song because it's still, it's still recent enough as well that people remember their grandparents talking about it. Do you yes. see what I mean? So, and I think yes. that's the appeal of... The appeal of the song is not that it's just my family story, it's so many family stories. It is, yeah. I think yeah. if people got together and shared this stuff, it'd be a great wealth of of stories and yes, experiences. Absolutely, absolutely. But yes, yeah. a, a story in a song is is yeah. very, very important.
The extraordinary song Gladdy by Amy Goddard from the Secret Garden album and I thoroughly recommend you check her out on Bandcamp and various other sites. Are you, are you playing live anywhere yourself? I'm playing um, Wimbledon Minster Folk Festival um, end of okay. next week. Great. Um, and then 
I've got Hailing Folk Festival in July and um, then we go to Cambridge Folk Festival at the Excellent. end of July, beginning of yeah. August. I don't gig all the time. I'm, I'm a no. teacher as well. Yes. I'm a bit of a homebird. I like to, so um, I write and record and I gig occasionally. Yes. Tour. I mean, I've discovered you really through the internet and yes. it's great because there's probably people I would never have discovered had it not been for all that online. Oh, it's, it's amazing. I've, I've found lots of people, yes. People yeah. that, I've really, that I really enjoy and people who have really enjoyed my music sort of online. It's, it's a great tour. Well, where can we find you online? Where's the best um, place to look? I, you can find, I've got a Facebook page, which is Amy Goddard Music. My website is amygoddardmusic.co.uk. Um, which is where you can buy CDs. I'm on Bandcamp yeah. as well yeah. um, and Twitter. But basically, it's Amy Goddard Music and you'll find me. Streams down the wind